0: Podcast Answer Man episode number 53 is sponsored by Evan agee over at agee-design.com/podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast, Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and I'm here to try to answer as many questions as I possibly can as it relates to the field of podcasting and new media. For those of you who are brand new listeners, I want to welcome you to the show, and uh, we'll just get started right into things. Today, I'm going to... Uh, be taking a lot of listener feedback calls. I have built up a little stash of them. I think I've got five calls here that we're going to get into today. And uh, without giving you a whole lot of introduction, let me just go ahead and play the first one, which is from Estefania from Caracas, Venezuela.
1: Hi, Cliff. I'm sending this message from Caracas, Venezuela. My name is Estefania. I have been a long-time listener of your shows Particularly the last podcast, uh, I would like to send you some questions on the field of podcasting, since currently we are facing a a national situation of uh, of war risk with our neighboring countries, uh, especially Colombia. Uh, maybe if you uh, you have probably read the news. A rebel was from the Revolutionary Forces of Colombia, the FARC, was killed in the frontier between Colombia and Ecuador. Because of the death of this person, uh, my president Hugo Chavez decided to deploy our uh, ten battalions of our armed forces uh, to the frontier. So um, I thought this was is uh, one good time to. Finally, for me to start um, delving into the world of podcast, I specifically, specifically, sorry, gonna make um, a, sh- uh, pr- uh, a special program about our both countries, about both countries, about Colombia and Venezuela. What are our common bonds, and what, c- especially, what can we do as citizens to prevent violence and establish peace? In this time, Um, I've done uh, some programs on podcasting. Um, You know, just little clips on uh, several subjects uh, such as uh, Japanese animation, journalism. I'm a journalism student, Um, my neighbors, my world. But you know, uh, I've never actually gone into uh, international podcasting communities. I don't know if there are, there are actually uh, directories in which we could um, find other fellow podcasters and perhaps well meet and try to you know just to, to know each other. Um, so um, my question to you, what is the best way of place to start looking for other fellow podcasters is there actually a worldwide podcast directory Um, are the social networking sites such as uh, Facebook or um, or MySpace good for finding other people that like to practice uh, like to to actually do these uh, shows well, any any feedback if you don't uh, that would you would uh, like to give me would be very very appreciated. So thank you very much. Say hello to to Stephanie, which is to Stephanie, which is uh, um, actually my name. My name is Stephanie. As is Stephanie in Spanish. Uh, well, uh, all the best. Thank you.
0: Stephania, thank you very much for calling in, and thank you so much for allowing me to play your comment. Uh, I will let the folks who are listening to the podcast know that she sent me in this MP3 file asking me to answer this question privately with her, and um asking me not to play this in in any of the podcasts because she was a little bit nervous about her english and the breaking up and and the pauses here and there and of course i responded to her and let her know that i you know i have no problems giving away free advice but really my my policy in the in the way of helping people in podcasting uh there are two ways that i offer my services for free one is call in and leave a message either on our listener line or do what Estefania did, which is record an MP3 file and email it to me. Either way, call in your questions so that I can play it in the show and I'll respond to it. And the reason why I do that is because it gives me, number one, it gives me content for this show. It gives me relevant content, things that people really want to know, because if you have a question, chances are other people have that question. And the reason why I want to give free advice away in a podcast is because then I'm not just spending that time that I'm doing for free for just one person, but it benefits literally hundreds if not thousands of people who are listening to this podcast. And so that that really is a desire if you, if you really want some free answers to some of your questions. I, I would prefer to do it through audio feedback to the podcast Answer Man. I, there is a second option for you to get some help, some free answers to your podcasting questions. And that is through the forum at gspn.tv forum. That is for the Generally Speaking Production Network, which is the per- network of all of my podcasts. And if you go to gspn.tv slash forum and register for an account, you can go into the podcast Answer Man section of the forum, and there you can ask your questions. And chances are, somebody else is going to probably come along and answer your question. And if they don't answer it within a few days, then chances are I may come in and read that question in an episode of the podcast Answer Man and try to answer it uh, in an episode, the reason for this is is and and you know I, I be honest with you i strongly desire to just hit reply and answer all those questions i really do uh in fact i went and did some research i've got some answers i'm going to give to the question here but you have to understand, and, and I know that, as Stephanie, I, I know that you understand, and I know that most of my listeners understand, but here's here's the reasoning behind this. I am in podcasting and new media full-time as a career, and I'm spending countless hours of my time every single day producing content uh, for as many as 22 different podcasts. I have some con- consulting clients. I, I have a few, a handful of consulting clients that take up a good deal of my time and have a lot of requirements. Uh, for good reason. They pay me good money to 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 fulfill those requirements. So I spend a lot of time with that. And of course, as you guys know, I also have a wife and I have three young children. And as it is, I'm already working six days a week with just one day a week off and just a couple hours off each day, um, Saturday through th- Friday. So. With that, it just it or I'm sorry, it should be Monday through Saturday. But anyway, with that, I do do and I, I like to answer podcast consulting questions over the phone or by email. The thing is, is I charge for that, and and I and I do charge $95 per hour for one hour of telephone consulting, and I that's expensive for some folks. But to be honest with you, I, a lot of people, I, I've got some feedback later from somebody who's paid for my services, and and the thing is, is is that I bring a lot of value to that hour long. Conversation And I typically can help people find answers to questions in 10, 15, 20 minutes that would normally take them two or three weeks to figure out on their own. And chances are, if they figure it out on their own on the Internet, they'll come across some of the mistakes that I made and find out that two or three months down the road, it's like, oh, that probably wasn't the best way to do that just in case this might happen with my podcasting efforts. And then you go back and it's like, well, boy, it's too late to go back and change it now or it, there are some severe consequences for doing so. So, there's a lot of value in, in in what I do for a living as far as spending the time with me and charging for it. And so I'm I, I'm no longer ashamed to charge $95 an hour. It took me a little while to get there, but I trust me. I the people who are paying it are very thankful to pay it with that though she I, I emailed her back and says I'm, I'm more than happy to do this but I charge this amount and I realize it's kind of expensive but I want to answer your question for free these are the conditions and and she says sure go ahead and play the comment and so that's what you just heard so Estefania thank you for letting me uh, answer your question here online and play your feedback and by the way hablo español un poquito. And I mean, so you, your English is beautiful. And and my, my Spanish is um, horrible. So uh, you, I, if I were to try to speak to you, you'd say uh, no comprehende or whatever that is. So anyway, with that, here are some answers to your questions. First of all, I am so sorry to hear about what's going on between Caracas and Colombia. That is that is so horrible to hear. That I mean, I, I mean, I, and and I'm not a big fan of war. And in fact, I'm less of, not, not that I would ever be a fan of war or ever have been. But I would tell you that I have a whole different perspective on war now that I'm in podcasting than I ever had before. I don't know if people know this, but I have listeners to our various podcasts everywhere in the world. We have people in Hong Kong, and we have people in Korea and Italy. We have people in Germany. We have people in Norway and Sweden, all throughout the United Kingdom, Um, just every continent on earth, literally almost every country. I, I was looking even at the Google Analytics Uh, results on the people who travel to my website. Uh, I think we've got like 30,000 hits in the last 30 days on Google uh, or on our gspn.tv website. And I was looking at the world map when it shows where all of it is. And we hit, uh, we have green everywhere on the globe. So we are reaching a worldwide audience. And not only am I reaching those people, but I'm building relationships with people. And so, Stephanie, I, I encourage you, if you want to, just to, you know, join the forum and, and be a part of that conversation there. there's, there's a, There are several other podcasters in there, especially in the Podcast Answer Man section of the forum. And... Uh, but, yeah, you know, I'm building relationships with people around the world. And what I have found is that, man, you know, I could not imagine going to war with a country knowing that I have friends, lots of friends, not not just listeners, but friends in those countries. And and I think your idea of creating a podcast to help strengthen a community or build a community and strengthen the unity and the bond focused on shared common goals and common interests and passions and, and to show that we're all human and we're all very much the same and, and, and that we have more in common than we do in, than we do as far as our differences. And I think your idea of doing a podcast devoted to both, the, all that is great about Caracas and, and Colombia, I think, or in Venezuela, I think, I think that's excellent. I, I think that is a wonderful idea. I strongly encourage you to pursue that and I think you'll do wonderful. Now, your question about how do I get involved with other podcasters, how do I find other podcasters? Is there an international worldwide directory of podcasts? Um, Well, first of all, I will say if you wanna do some searching and, and I did a couple tests on this. The first thing I would do is, if are you looking for podcasters, other podcasters that you can kind of join efforts with and, and kind of band together in, in this whole goal and this vision that you have for bringing Colombia and, and Venezuela together and, and bonding each other and putting an end to violence? Well, it, it's, it would be very easy for you to do. Just, just go to Google.com and look up the, and, and type in two keywords. Type in the keyword podcast. And then type in Venezuela, and and see what comes up, and see if any podcasts show up in Google, uh, listed with the with the terminology of Google, or I'm sorry, with podcast and Venezuela. Then do the same thing: do do Colombia and space, and then podcast, and see what kind of searches those result in. The other thing is that I would encourage you to do is go to the iTunes music directory. Now I have a link to this in the show notes here for episode 53, and if you have iTunes installed, it'll take you right to the iTunes music store. Now even though the music store pulls up music and DVDs and video or not DVDs but uh, videos and TV shows and movies and, and audio, it also does a search for podcasts. And so if you type in just go to Google or'm sorry just go to iTunes, go ahead and open up the music store and in the search box type in Venezuela. I did that. There was at least 30, 40, maybe even 50 podcasts that are listed in the podcasting section of iTunes uh, with the term Venezuela. And then, of course, you can do the same thing. Just do a search for Colombia and then scroll down to the podcast results and click see all, and you'll see all the podcasts that are linked with the keyword Colombia. Now, as far as some some directories of podcasts outside of those... Um I'm going to have a link to a directory from podcastingnews.com and they have a forum and then they have a special category where it says podcasting news directory of international podcasts listed and organized by language. Now I'm not sure how out of date that is, but it, maybe if that's something you're interested in, you're really interested in the international flavor of podcasting, they do have a podcast listing there by language. And then uh, there there are, uh, let's see here, there, there are two organizations that are designed for podcasters that bring podcasters together. If you've been listening to the Podcast Answer Man, you know that I'm a big, huge, gigantic fan of any of the podcamps. Uh, I've been to PodCamp Boston too, I've been to PodCamp Nashville, and I have plans to go to a lot more. And in fact, I've got some feedback coming from somebody about PodCamp. And, and these events are where podcasters come together and talk about podcasting and new media. It's a really great event and I just have I have a link to the main podcamp.org website in the show notes of episode 53 here. And there you will be able to go in there and and you'll see all the exi- all the events, links to all the events that have taken place so far and all the individual podcams typically will have a list of everybody who signed up and registered to go there. All typically I would say 80% of all those people are podcasters. And so there's huge lists of podcasters and where they're from and what their podcasts are and what they're about in that, in that website. So go to podcamp.org. And then, more specifically for your flavor of what you're looking for, there is a podcast directory, not podcast directory, but there's a podcast group. It's like PodCamp, but it's called Podcasters Across Borders, and it looks like their their next one is June twenty June twentieth, twenty first, and twenty second in Kingston, Ontario. And I strongly encourage you, if you could possibly make it to that, to go there. It uh, basically, I don't, I have not looked into it a whole lot. I've heard a lot of great things about it, but the whole goal here is to really just say, you know what, this is a small world. Let's bring all these podcasters in one place from all around the globe, and, and let's just share in this wonderful community that we have, and I think that would be excellent for you to get involved in, and I've got a link to podcastersacrossborders.com in the show notes here for episode 53. Now, um, you can find all of that, at, by the way, at podcastanswerman.com. The other thing I wanted to say is about social networking. I will say that MySpace is okay. Uh, Facebook, It's okay. One of the things that I love the most, and oh, by the way, go to MySpace, set up an account. Go to Facebook, sign up, sign up account. And in the area where you can search for interest and put your interest down, put put down three words, podcast, podcaster, and podcasting. And then do a search for all three of those terms, and you'll find lots of podcasters out there in Facebook land, and you can connect with them. And also, they have groups out there where you can search for podcasts, and there's groups of podcasts You can also go to groups.yahoo.com or it might be yahoo.com slash groups and type in podcast and you'll see a whole email distribution group uh, or probably plenty of them for podcasters. You can also go to groups.google.com and you can join uh, podcast mailing list there, all podcasters. And my favorite place to interact with all my favorite podcasters and even my favorite listeners, or all my listeners actually, because I don't have a favorite listener. But anyway, um, one of the great places I like to interact with my other podcasters is through Twitter, twitter.com slash gspn. Follow me there. You'll see, You'll see me interacting with people who are podcasters all over the world. And all, and not only that, but listeners of ours all over the world. So those are some places you can find other podcasters. There are definitely lots of them out there. And I happen to know in South America, there are quite a few podcasters out there that are even listening to our Lost podcast. So uh, I know they're out there. Anyhow, hopefully you found that information beneficial. And I pray that things will uh, calm down uh, in the situation and the tensions between Uh, Colombia and Venezuela I'm really I'm really hating to hear the fact that there's all this violence and stuff going on in your part of the world and and uh, may God bless you guys with some peace there so next up here on the podcast answer man I have some feedback from uh, looks like Sean McGaffey regarding uh, PodCamp Toronto I believe
2: Hello Cliff, it's Sean McGahee of the For the Sake of the Song podcast and the PodCamp Toronto blog and podcast. I must confess I came late to listening to your podcasts. A lot of the people I associate with in podcasting, particularly the XQPNers, had recommended you. But I wasn't interested in listening to a lost podcast because for the past two years I've been into podcasts and creating podcasts and I haven't really watched television. So it was just after Christmas I started listening to the podcast Answer Man and your family podcast and some of the wonderful things you're doing. Then today I listened to your speech at PodCamp Nashville, and it was really inspiring. Thank you very much. You really share your passion for life, faith, and podcasting in that speech. I wish you all the best as you try to pursue a career as a new media professional. I also wanted to add my voice to the people who have given you feedback on your podcast Answer Man episode about the Heil PR40 mic. It's a beauty, but I concur with a couple people who have said that I like the best just dry into your mixing board. It had a warm, natural sound and the post-processing voodoo made it sound much more, I don't know, packaged and commercial somehow. I know you're a big fan of PodCamps and I just want to recommend PodCamp Toronto to you. We've got a two-day free unconference at Ryerson University on February 23rd and 24th. And I don't know if you can make it, but I will put a PodCamp Toronto promo And if you could play it, that would be great. So thanks again to my newest Facebook friend, Cliff Ravenscraft. I hope to get to know you better as the months go on.
3: I'm all about podcasting. I love iTunes. Twitter. I love iMovie. Totally into
2: YouTube. Facebook.
3: Vlogspot. I am all about WordPress. Ustream. PodCamp. I love PodCamp. PodCamp. Podcasting. Whether the tools of new media are brand new to you or as comfortable as your favorite pair of headphones, you're invited to find the answers to all your podcasting, blogging, and social media questions at PodCamp Toronto 2008. February 23rd and 24th at Ryerson University. PodCamp Toronto is a free, innovative, unconference where newcomers and seasoned new media producers gather together to share how they create and use new media for either their personal use or for business. It's informal, it's really educational, and it's free. So come learn new stuff and make new friends. PodCamp Toronto 2008, Saturday, February 23rd and Sunday, February 24th. You must register for this free event at PodCampToronto.org.
0: Alrighty, thank you very much, Sean, for that. Um, obviously, the promo there is for a PodCamp that has already expired. It's it's already in, in the past. I was not able to make it to it uh, due to the financial um, obligations of my business to pay me a paycheck. It hasn't done that yet, so therefore, uh, priorities being what they are, I decided to pay the bills for the business and. Uh, And just wait around until, you know, things are building up and things are looking up here. If you haven't been listening to the My Crazy Life podcast and you want to find out what's going on in Cliff's journey into podcasting and new media full time, I had mentioned a while back that, you know, I'm really firing firing on all cylinders over there at my on the my crazy life podcast. It is the podcast that's devoted to my journey of pursuing my passion for a living and I've been doing all kinds of great things uh, that have been really beneficial and exciting and I encourage you to check out go to G, go to gspn.tv and uh, at gspn.tv, at the very top of the list of shows, is my crazy life, and and I share it all there. I share much more than you'll probably ever want to know, but it's all there, and it's all, uh, I, I people are telling me it's expi- inspiring to see the inside look of what it means to go into business for yourself, and work from home, and transitioning into all these things, the financial end of things. If you're interested in any of that, and not just the podcast technology stuff that I share here. Then check out my crazy life at gspn.tv. With that, um, regarding the microphone content um, uh, feedback, you know I've I've had three people tell me that they enjoy hearing my voice, or they enjoyed hearing my voice. Without the the post production voodoo, I think you called it, Uh, basically without putting the broadcast process from Adobe Audition 2.0 on there. Now, you know, I understand that. the The truth is, is that you know, you. I think most of my listeners understand that when you're listening to my podcast, you whether I sound like I'm a little bit more packaged or commercial, uh, regardless of how packaged or commercial my quote unquote sound is. The truth is, is that you really get the you get the real, authentic, raw Cliff Ravenscraft most of the time, unedited, unscripted, and just here. I mean, I say the things from my heart, from my head, exactly as I think them, and it's just the real me. And and I realize some people like that. And and at, at times I get a little lazy, and sometimes I won't do the post production because that, that process because it takes an additional seven minutes for it to to do its magic on my show. But personally, I like the sound of the big bassy boom voice that, that comes from, you know, bumping that up a bit. And of course, that, you know, when I when I hear my podcasts and I and I play them back, I'm like, wow, I really love how my voice sounds like that radio voice. And And you know what? I have, I would say that I have a, a, a small percentage of people who really do enjoy just the plain, soft voice, natural, without any production. However, I do have a lot of people who comment on a regular basis saying, wow, you know, I've been a listener to a podcast for a very long time and all of a sudden I, I hit play on one of yours and just the the sound quality of of your production as compared to Any podcast I've ever listened to it's like it's like night and day. My gosh, and they, and they're like, "Do you have years of broadcasting radio experience?" I mean, what is it that you do? And so many people are taken aback by that. And 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 they and and believe it or not, I, I have a lot of people who really don't like how we do our Lost podcast. They they don't like the sometimes of the wandering away from topics, and sometimes we do a little bit of unnecessary bickering and arguing between my wife and I in that podcast. I literally have had a handful of people who say, you know what, I really hate the content on your show. But I can't stop listening to it because it's the best produced podcast out there. There is no podcast out there that sounds as good, and I would argue with them. There, there is one other podcast I think that sounds as good as ours, and as, as far as the Lost podcast, and it, and it would be the Lost Community podcast. They do the same thing; they put post production work on their show, and I listen to it. and I'll tell you what it's it's like it's like candy, it's like chocolate, it's like it's like sweetness in, to my ears, and so it's it's what I really enjoy. And so for those that, that prefer the, the unprocessed audio, you know, I, just bear with me and, and just just pray that I get really busy and too lazy sometimes and I have to put out an occasional episode without the uh, post-production product on there because I, I honestly, I feel, I feel it's, it's kind of a signature of mine that, that really does set my podcast a little bit differently. So with that, here is my next bit of audio feedback.
3: Hey Cliff, this is Lisa Hendy, um, Catholic Moments Podcast from Fresno, California, and a recent, uh, very satisfied recipient of your excellent podcast Answer Man service um, in the form of some online consulting that you did for me. I just wanted to share with all the listeners to your show what a wonderful service you're providing. You really helped me with placing an order for the full podcast equipment setup that I needed and then helping me via the telephone to actually use that equipment properly, get it all set up and configured and I wanted to let you know that today I was able to record my very first online telephone interview using my new digital broadcast host and I'm extremely pleased with the results so I want to thank you not only for getting me such a great price on the equipment but also for helping to handhold me through the process and to help a, a mom mom who's learning her way through the art of podcasting. It was a joy to work with you and I will definitely be calling you in the future for online consulting. So thanks so much, Cliff. I love your shows and I really appreciate your service. Thanks a lot.
0: Lisa, thank you so much. And just so you guys know, I did not pay her to say all that, uh, but she she is so great. The Catholic Mom Podcast. Go check her out. Uh, wonderful, wonderful um, content that she has over there and I, I'm so glad that she's now part of the uh, SQPN StarQuest Podcast Network, the best in Catholic podcasting. Uh, those of you guys know me, I'm not Catholic, but I, I'm a huge fan of SQPN. Anyway, uh, Lisa did. She, she, As you guys know, I do sell audio equipment, and I have extremely great prices on them, and I, I've been very blessed. I, I've been placing about two or three orders a week, and and, and so far have not has had a single complaint and just that's really going well. If you need some podcast audio equipment, uh, let me know. And I am, just so you guys know, I am still selling the Heil PR40 for two ninety nine. I encourage you to just go to google.com, type in Heil, H-E-I-L, and then space and do PR40. And, and just see what kind of fi- prices you can find out there. If you find it Anywhere close to 299? You let me know. I think 324 is the best you're gonna find. But anyway you you should you should definitely consider purchasing your equipment from me. I will give you the personalized recommendation based upon what your needs are. I have a guy that called me up and he's getting ready to to be shipped to Baghdad and he wanted to know if I sh- you know he was going he he was inquiring about a mixer and all these other things and I asked him you know what the conditions were gonna be like over there and stuff like that. and he, he could I could have probably talked him into you know a four or five or six hundred dollar order. But instead, I said, "You know what? What's going to be just right for you for everything you're telling me is for 199. You can get the Zoom H4 or Zoom H2 recorder, and that really is going to be sufficient for you. And 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 it not, the not only not only that, but it's going to be it's going to withstand the weather and the conditions and everything like that better than all the other equipment that you're." that you were thinking that you might have to get into and he was so delighted with that and then all of a sudden he says you know what it looks like I may actually be stationed somewhere else and he comes back and then he's like you know I if I'm in studio is are my needs different and so then I said yes and so let's talk about you know if you're if you're gonna have a nice place inside you know that it's not very humid and you don't have to worry about sand being taken out into the streets and stuff like that. Then let's talk about some equipment there. And and so everybody's needs are different, and that's what I love about um, selling audio equipment now. For as an authorized sell, reseller of ProAudio.com, is that when you call, you're not just placing an order. And, somebody, and you say, well, you know, hey, how's this microphone work in this situation? You're actually getting somebody who's in the, in the field of podcasting who's going to give you the advice that you need. And if I don't know the answer, which there have been a couple questions I didn't know the answer. So guess what I did? I called up some friends of mine who are in podcasting and say, hey, I know you use this piece of equipment because you and I have talked about it. I've interviewed you. And I ask them and then I come back to my client and say, you know, hey, th- this is what you need. This is what my friend is using and this is how he uses it and he loves it. And so y- you're just not going to get that when you call uh, any of these online internet stores. And and if you go into a music store that sells, pod- uh, you know, microphones or mixers and stuff like that, they're not going to even know what a podcast is half the time. And if they do, they're probably not a podcaster themselves. And so I am the place you need to go for all your podcasting audio equipment needs. Just uh, send me an email, Cliff at gspn.tv. Anyway, and Lisa, of course, uh, she did buy a lot of equipment, and she bought, um, she got a broadcast host, which is what allows me to bring up telephone calls like this. So uh, I mean, it's really nice, and she's like, you know, I want to. I'm I'm tired of using Skype. I keep losing my my uh, interviewees and stuff like that and I said she says is there something that you're doing differently that you don't ever get these dropped calls and I said yeah I don't use Skype I use I use a telephone I use a telephone interface to dial them directly using a landline bring it into my mixer and I record it all as I'm speaking and um, she ordered pretty much uh, the same set of equipment I have here in my studio, and she loves it. And I, and I spent an hour with her. Have, I actually walked her through every single step of hooking it up cable by cable. And there are a lot of wires involved in that. So anyway, uh, just, just thank you, Lisa, for being a client, and I look forward to working with you again for any of your other needs. Next up, we have Michaela in Australia.
4: Hi Cliff, it's Michaela in Melbourne calling. Uh, Just thought I would shoot you an MP3 file from Australia and uh, let you know that I had an interesting interaction with a guy at uh, my local sound supplies shop. I was asking him about mixers because I um, currently just run a USB mic into my laptop, but I was thinking of getting a better quality mic. Uh, I've talked to you uh, off air about getting an Edirol R 09, and uh, he was saying, I said to him, What mixer would you suggest if I was going to get this so that I could run various things through it and then into the computer? And he said, uh, Mixers are a thing of the past, no one's going to be selling them soon they're often noisy he said in fact um, he doesn't believe that he can sell a mixer to anybody without some kind of noise artifact coming through uh, into the recording so I was just wondering uh, what your take would be on that and um, let you know that I'm still enjoying the show and I hope you have uh, a great day thanks Cliff bye
0: Michaela, I am so thankful that your friend is in Australia because I doubt very seriously he will come all the way over here and punch me for saying that that guy is a jerk and told you an outface, bold lie. (laughs) Oh my gosh, no way. Uh, it, it is totally the opposite. I People ask me all the time. They say, Cliff, what is the best USB microphone to use to plug into my computer so I can record podcasts? And I said, well, it depends. Uh, first of all, are you going for audio quality? You just want to just something easy to do. Because if you want something easy to do, you just go straight into your computer. If you want something quality and you don't want any static and you don't have to worry about your computer crashing on you when you're in the middle of a recording, then you stay away from the computer you get yourself a mixer and record into a digital audio recorder, a flash based system that never crashes. And, um, but no, listen, listen to this. I'm going to, I'm going to go mute. I'm going to mute. Uh, I'm going to mute everything here. Now, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to mute my microphone. You tell me if you hear anything. I didn't hear, I, I'm, I'm listening to the live feedback in my, in my headphones, and I actually even have the gain up on my microphone, on my headphones a little bit. I didn't hear any sound. Now listen to this. I, I'm not going to mute my microphone. I'm just going to stop speaking. Did you hear anything? Well, if you did, it's only because there's a little bit of a hum of my hot water heater that's on the other side of the wall behind me. And my podcast studio is not completely 100% soundproof by any stretch of the imagination. But do you hear any static? I mean, now, I could give you static. I mean, there, there are some things that you can do to bring static in. But no, it, it, typically what, what brings in static is usually the internal workings of a computer. In fact, most podcasters today start out their first podcast recording directly into a computer. And most of those recordings sound horrible. In fact, uh, let me see if I can. I'm going to pause here and I'm going to go back to an early recording of one of my podcasts. Okay, so what you're about to hear here is episode number nine, recorded uh, of the Weekly Lost Podcast, recorded on February 10th, 2006. Listen to the static in this thing.
4: ...reasons are bad reasons, so... Mm -hmm. Sawyer used him, but Charlie needed to be used. Does that make sense? I wonder who approached who. Oh, I'm sure it was Sawyer. You think? The mastermind planning the con? Yeah. Mm. Hmm.
0: Well, I'll tell you, my initial reaction to the episode was that at first, as soon as it was over. Okay, did you hear the static in that? I mean, here's where I mean, I'm going to play one more little clip from it. This is the very beginning, and this is uh, using some sound effects, but you can really tell in between uh, these little beeps. Okay so so you you I don't know if you could pick up all the static in there but anyway what happened was <laughs> When I was recording before, I was recording into my sound card, and the sound card being inside my computer with all the interference of all the different things moving on inside there, the sound card, when I would actually hit mute on my microphone, there was still this huge gigantic wavelength of sound that was becoming through, which was the, sa- the static being picked up from the internal workings of the computer. And for somebody to say that a mixer is no longer valid, that they're going to stop making them, that could not be farther from the truth. That is really ridiculous. They're coming out with brand new mixers, better mixers all the time. In fact, uh, Lisa Hendy, uh, the person that just uh, left their message, I have a Eurotrack UB-1220 FX Pro made by Behringer. And she has the same exact mixer as I do. Only hers is a Euro, or hers is a Behringer Xenix UB1220FX Pro. And the only difference is is that hers is the Xenix model, and mine is the Eurotrack or Eurorack. And um, it's exactly the same thing. Only they put brand new, better preamps in every single one of the mic channels. So she has a better mixer than I do and and the reason why is because they're consistently updating and increasing the quality on these on these mixers and there are tons of mixers out there and i sell probably about 2 mixers a week and so no that 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 could not be farther from the truth unfortunately it's not exactly uh, affordable for me to ship a mixer to uh, melbourne australia but Don't give up your search. Just don't ever go back to that guy again. He is wrong. Uh, Mixers are excellent. They work perfect. And they are the only way, in my opinion, to get a crystal clear, 100% clean, crisp recording. My suggestion is to have your microphone go directly into a mixer. And then don't take the audio from your mixer and put it into a computer. You can. That's where your static comes from. I would suggest doing what I do and that's going into a digital audio recorder like an R-09 Edderall or a Zoom H2 recorder or something of that nature and then you have really clean audio files. So Michaela, uh, I wouldn't even suggest going back into that story again. But Michaela, call back and she has another question and then we'll wrap up with this one.
4: Hi Cliff, it's Michaela in Melbourne, Australia calling. Uh, some feedback for the podcast Answer Man. I actually have a question for you. Um, you were mentioning in a previous podcast that you have a JVC hard disk drive video camera that exports in a .mod file extension form. Um, I also have the same sort of camera and I've had a lot of trouble with this file format. Um, I know that you can rename it as an .mpg file so that it will play in other players like Windows Media Player. Um, I can do that. My problem is when I need to edit um, several clips together and perhaps something from another DVD, um, I can f- I can edit them okay in the software that came with the camera, which is CyberLink Power Producer, and that goes to Power DVD when you play it. Um, I have had some compatibility problems with that program um, when I'm running Windows Vista, and also when I have edited my file together uh, I have trouble playing it in any other program except Cyberlink and even when I export it to DVD have the same problem and then even if I try and export it to DVD burn it and then rip it back onto my computer I still can't um, play it properly in other players. Um, I also want to resize it for an Um, podcast, video podcast format for the iPod um, and also just resize it. I've tried their various programs with no success, resizing it for upload to the web, just as a smaller size for programs such as YouTube. Um, If you've got any help or hints or anything at all that you can suggest, I'd really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Cliff. Bye.
0: Oh, Michaela, I never, (laughs) I never in my life Thought I would ever use this phrase, and trust me, I am not a Mac fanboy. But the answer to all your issues with video is buy a Mac. Um, did I just say that? No way. Did I really just say get a Mac? Oh, my gosh. Seriously, that is your problem. Uh, w- w- especially, I- I'll tell you, well, there's a couple problems that you have. Number one, you're right. This MOD format totally stinks. I hate that they have pri- 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 uh, pro-pi... <laughs> proprietary formats. I think that's stupid. Why doesn't this thing record as a DV or an AVI or a QuickTime or something like that, something that people use? Why? Because they want you to buy their software. They want you to use that cyber link publishing Junk that they have, and it doesn't even matter what software you're running, as far as OS on your uh, computer, because that com- that that software is junk. It, it really is. It, it's it's so basic. It's so ugly. It's so n- it just doesn't produce what you want, and in the it's just not good. So here's the deal. Um, the 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 other problem you have is that you're running Vista. Windows Vista sucks. I mean, there, there's no other way to put it. I can't use a, a kinder term and a bit of terminology. Windows Vista stinks. Uh, I don't know of anybody that's ever had a Windows Vista system that hasn't had compatibility issues with lots of stuff. And I refuse to use Windows Vista. And um, you know what? People pay me, I've got people paying me a lot of money right now. Uh, on an hourly basis at ninety-five bucks an hour to help them get their computer working right so that they can do some podcasting stuff. And well, you know what? If you buy I, I if you buy a Vista system, you're gonna it, it's gonna cost you a lot more money because there are so many things that I have to do to fix it to get it to work right. And what you know, you get yourself a Windows XP machine out of the box. I'll have you up and running in 15, 20, 35 minutes at the max. And I had a person who said, "You know what? I'd rather just go and get this because it has a, you know, this, this, and this, and 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 it comes with Vista." And so, came out of the box. We sat in his office, and lo and behold, we spent I think three hours before we could actually get to the point where we would have been out of the box with Windows XP. So, uh, anyway, to answer your question, let me let me tell you what I do on the on the Mac. Uh, on the Mac, I use a program called Visual Hub. Uh, And Visual Hub I think is $22.13 or 23.13 or something like that. It's like, it's under 25 bucks. And it allows me to do something amazing. It can take any video format and transfer it to any other video format. It works like a charm. And so what I do is I drag it, I drag the files, the MOD files, and I can can take a single MOD, uh, a single video shoot, and turn that into a directly into a video podcast that goes into um, iTunes video format immediately. I can transfer it straight to a uh, YouTube flash video format. I can transfer it right from MOD to whatever. But let's just say if you wanted to do some video editing on that, on that clip, and you don't want the entire clip, you want portions of it, and you want it to go into an entire project. Well, that's where I use iMovie right now. Eventually, down the road, I'll get into Final Cut Pro Studio. However, what I do is I use Visual Hub, and I take that MOD, and I tell it to convert it to full quality, 100%, no compression, straight to DV format, which is uh, uncompressed digital video makes it huge, but it, it brings it in full quality, and you Edit it down, and it works in any program. Now the question is, is whether or not there is such a an equivalent to that on the PC. I'm going to pause for a second. I'll do a quick search, and I'll be right back. Alrighty, I have looked in the Google search here, and I'm not finding a whole lot that I can just say right off the work. Right off the bat, will work with the .mod files. However, uh, one of the things that I found out there was a Vidora iPod converter for PC. Um, That I'm not sure if it works with MOD files. You could give it a try. But I would actually just go in, uh, Michaela, and and spend some time in Google. And this is what I would type in. In Google, at Google.com, I would type in video, converter, and then PC. And I am scrolling down here, and I see quite a few results on that. The other thing is I would type in open source... Video Converter, because that's going to give you usually free stuff. Converter. And uh, it looks like I see Download Media Coder 06. Um, There there are quite a few few other things out there. And you could also go to a site called SourceForge.net. And if you go to SourceForge.net and type in Video Converter. And if I do that, it pulls up, oh, 2,306 results. So, uh, there's RenPad, PSP video converter, Linux video converter, Um, I mean, just just 3GP converters. Um, Lots of them are out there. So, and I'll put a link to sourceforge.net in the show notes as well. Hopefully, that'll answer your question. I, I do know it's it's frustrating. If I only had a PC, I think I would have just pulled my hair out with my with my uh, JVC hard drive-based recorder. Although, I will tell you, because I have a Mac, it is the one thing I do love about my Mac is that I can use Video Hub and it basically, in essence, take and create video podcasts straight from my camera using this one simple little very inexpensive program and... Put out some decent quality stuff, and then if I want to do something fancy with it, I can go into iMovie after converting the mod file to DV, which is digital video. Import it right in, and uh, it's just like any other programmer, so it works beautifully. And so with that, other than that, I don't have anything for you. I apologize. Well, folks, this is a longer than usual podcast answer man, but hey, I had to get caught up on all of this. all the stuff here. I had a lot of how to had a lot of voice feedback that I needed to get to. We'll be back more often with more episodes of the Podcast Answer Man. Check us out at podcastanswerman.com. You can call in your questions at area code 859-795-4067. Special thanks to Evan A. G over at AG Design. And uh, I, I'm just now remembering to get to this part, so I'm gonna hit that again. Uh, Evan Ag over at Ag design, G-E-E-design.com slash podcast. If you need any graphics, artwork, anything for your podcast, this is the guy I go to. And it's the guy that many of my clients are now going to. I've referred so many people over to them. Uh, and, and he does a great job. Evan, thank you so much. And he gives 20% off to everybody. If you mention podcast answer, man, 20% off of anything he does. God bless. Have a great day.